honesty. We huddle underneath the sheets, cuddle each other's heartbeats, snuggle the soles of our feet. Our eyes meet and as I kiss her cheek, I tell her, I've always been a fast learner, but never really any good at maths. It takes me 136 minutes to discover she has 62 beauty spots on her skin. I feel like a child as I play, connect the dots with my crayons, purposely pretending to miss a couple just so I can kiss them a second time. She tells me I'm like a bad habit she cannot kick. I've unleashed her mind while she's still trying to find what makes me tick, so she asks if I'm romantic. I tell her, generic chocolates and flowers don't define me. I'm that, let's shower together kind of romantic. That, don't you dare try and take your own clothes off kind of romantic. That, let's watch a movie you find boring just so you can fall asleep in my arms kind of romantic. That, Read me the Twilight Saga so I can see the sparkle in your eye. She's beginning to realize I can also be cheesy. What she hasn't quite figured out yet is I've always feared commitment. Fuck, I can barely date an idea, let alone comprehend the idea of dating. I get that from my dad. He used to get mad. I don't blame him. My long run of ADHD and his short bursts of temper never used to get along, so she asked me what went wrong. I tell her that my father and sobriety had a complicated relationship, and he would often cheat with bottlenecks and motel rooms. And when he eventually checked out, he paid his bill with six bullets and a fifth of Jack. I sometimes dream I could pull him back just to tell him he still owed us four broken bones, nine different homes, to toughen up boys and a loving wife. But now I try to look on the brighter side of life. I get that from my mom. She used to go hungry, starved herself to the bone, stood alone in the kitchen, baking apple crumble, holding an entire household together. She used to present us platefuls of passion we were all far too young to understand. So as a young man... I flickered thrice with the light at the end of my tunnel. I used to be so convinced that my road to heaven would be in the back of a hearse conversing with death, that my final breath would be offered to settle for a comfortable coffin. I used to believe that when I die, the kingdom I seek would be two foot wide and six feet deep. And through this journey, praying my eternity wasn't spent lying next to a stranger I didn't even know. She tells me she loves me. She also tells me that this kind of honesty is rare, so I stop. I try to lighten the mood, crack a joke, compare her to the love child of Pocahontas and Beyonce. Graceful and elegant, that good old-fashioned 90s kind of relevant with heaven-sent intelligence, a testament touch, fingertips so delicate I drown in the miracles of her love. Now as a real man, I look up at the stars and I'm thankful for everything I've accomplished. But her constellations make me realize my Milky Way white skin still searches for a purpose. I'm starting to think that in a hundred years from now, when the world shrinks 
and everything we know has burnt out. When I am unable to shout my feelings for her across galaxies, when my voice is no longer able to travel space and time, when her life has passed by and her body has become dust, she can trust that even then she will remain the center of my universe. So we huddle underneath the sheets, cuddle each other's heartbeats, snuggle the soles of our feet, our eyes meet, and as I kiss her cheek, I tell her, You are my in breath and my out breath, and I will love you until I have neither. <laughs>